Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This is Michael Popak, Legal AF. It's time for my hot take and analysis on two major developments in the Mar-a-Lago criminal prosecution led by the special counsel, Jack Smith. Two amazing pieces of new evidence that have come together in a confluence, like a hand and fingers closing like a fist to punch out and knock out Donald Trump, all coming from either his attorneys or secret recordings and videotapes in and around Mar-a-Lago. We've really got three major tranches of new evidence. One is just mind-blowing. Evan Corcoran, the former lawyer for Donald Trump, we reported on Legal AF here on the Midas Touch Network at in real time that Judge Beryl Howell of the who at the time was supervising all the grand juries in Washington, D.C., had stripped Donald Trump of his attorney-client privilege relationship with Evan Corcoran and forced Evan Corcoran to testify in front of the grand jury about all of his conversations, the the deepest, darkest, darkest secret conversations privilege at the time he had with Donald Trump about everything related to Mar-a-Lago because she found it was more likely than not <clears throat> that a crime or fraud had been committed by the, by the then president of the United States and afterwards, Donald J. Trump. We reported that. We also reported there was an entry that he had, he was forced to turn over his attorney notes. I mean, that is just unprecedented. That's how bad the crime and fraud Judge Boesberg, uh, Judge uh, Beryl Howell found had happened. And so we now learned, on you know, sad news for Donald Trump and great news, let's celebrate for democracy and justice, that this particular lawyer, Evan Corcoran, took really copious notes, like 50 pages of detailed notes, almost like a word-for-word diary and transcript of his interactions with people like Donald Trump, his aides, Walt Nauda, his personal assistant, who was busy moving documents in and out of Mar-a-Lago. That's all recorded by Evan Corcoran in these, I don't know, binders or or, uh, or moleskin books or three-ring binders, whatever he had. Even facial expressions of Donald Trump while he was giving him advice as his lawyer, well, my client reported this way, how he was screwed around by Donald Trump and, and misled by Donald Trump is also in, not only in those notebooks, but there are recordings. Apparently, he went one step further. I've been doing this for 32 years. I do not have, never in my life did I make an audio recording of my deepest, darkest thoughts about my client or the, the case I was handling for that client and kept the tapes. I mean, I don't know what that purpose was other than a future CYA should he get into hot water with the federal government, and here he is. And now that set of audio tapes, let's keep track of this at home, audio tapes of of Evan Corcoran's private musings as an attorney for for Donald Trump about Donald Trump and the Mar-a-Lago case, that greatest hits you know, you can't get on Spotify, but you can get with Jack Smith or Jack Smith has it. That's an audio tape. Powerful, powerful evidence. One that almost never does your opponent or your prosecutor get to hear or see. That's one. Two, the notes. 50 pages of Evan Corker in notes. Could you imagine what that's going to be like? A roadmap 
I mean, I, they must be at the prosecutor's office for Jack Smith. They must be salivating because they, they don't normally get any of this kind of information. And here they get to see Donald Trump said this and Evan Corcoran said that and Donald Trump reacted this way. And things like we've reported on, like Donald Trump spoon-fed documents to Evan Corcoran, hoping he wouldn't look anywhere else and didn't allow him to look anywhere else at Mar-a-Lago, telling Evan, Evan, they're all in the storage room. A storage room that was rigged and cooked by Donald Trump working with people like his maintenance worker, who now has a criminal defense lawyer, and Walt Nauda, to move boxes in and out of the room before Evan Corcoran even got to go there. So Evan Corcoran certified a diligent search that was completely manipulated and cooked and interfered with by one Donald Trump. That's in the notes. That's in the audio recordings. That's ultimately the testimony of Evan Corcoran telling the truth to the grand jury. That's audio information evidence number one. That's documentary evidence number one, exhibit one, exhibit A. Now we turn to video surveillance cameras that are overlooking the storage room and all other aspects of Mar-a-Lago, but particularly the storage room. Because of course, Donald Trump, master criminal that he is, the best, the greatest, the most, had the best, greatest, and most surveillance camera running video that was available to the prosecutors with timestamps showing movement in and out of the storage room as the FBI was on site before the search warrant trying to negotiate the release of the hostages, in this case, the in the documents, the national defense documents being improperly and illegally withheld by Donald Trump. So you have the video. Then you've got the missing video. You know, it's like, it's like uh, Richard Nixon with the, miss the missing 18 minutes on the Watergate tapes that allegedly his his secretary erased by accident. You know, just at the moment when they want, when he was, you know, with either Magruder or one of the other uh, henchmen that D Richard Nixon used for his plot against America, you know, you have the 18 minutes missing. Here you got videotape missing at a very key moment when the boxes were moving in and out of this with the FBI um, waiting in the wings trying to get in there. This is why they got the search warrant. This is why we know now the FBI and the Department of Justice was able to convince a federal magistrate that they needed to go in unannounced, knock on the door with FBI agents and conduct this raid because of all of the improper secreting and hiding of documents from almost moment one in the White House all the way through Mar-a-Lago by Donald Trump and his henchmen and lawyers around him. And remember this, if you remember nothing else on this hot take, Donald Trump has lied to every one of his lawyers that he hired to represent him related to Mar-a-Lago and the documents. Every one. And there's been at least five. And the government knows he's lied to every one of them and it's part of their case. So you've got the the all things Corcoran, documents and video, the video surveillance outside of the storage room and the missing video. And then you've got to end this hot take. Oh, this is like, mm. this is this is the piece de resistance, as they say, an audio of Donald Trump himself blowing away every defense that his defense team has tried to float in the public to stop him from being um, indicted for Espionage Act violations and for obstruction, every one of them, in his own words, in his own voice. So Donald, how did that happen? Donald Trump, Mark Meadows, 
part of the rogues gallery of advisors soon to be indicted by either Phony Willis and or by Jack Smith, we're meeting in, in uh, Mar-a-Lago to talk about a book that Mark Meadows thought he was going to be writing. Uh, I think he'll now be writing it on toilet paper for the local federal penitentiary. But at the time, he thought, oh, I'm a former chief of staff for, for Donald Trump, so I better write a memoir, right? Not, why not? I'll get a million or $2 million advance. It'd be great. So they had a little confab in Mar-a-Lago. Donald Trump himself and Mark Meadows and a, uh, an assistant for Donald Trump who records all of these things and has now been subpoenaed as of March and turned over all the tapes to the prosecutor. I don't know why I'm whispering, but you know, I thought that was interesting. And on those tapes is right on the heels of Donald Trump being triggered by uh, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Milley, four-star General Milley, who went on, who went out in the public and let it be known that he was protecting America from a coup, that he would he would lay down his body and st- and step in front of a bullet for America and stop Donald Trump from starting a war, invoking martial law, right, suspending the government, suspending the election, or pushing the nuclear football. And he told people like his counterpart, a Chinese general and others, and it all got reported. And all of that, of course, drew the ire of one Donald Trump, who was pissed off that Milley was getting more publicity than he was. And he didn't like the fact that he was making Donald Trump look bad. Oh, this is one of our favorite new partners, Short Form. Short Form isn't just some run-of-the-mill product. This is truly amazing. At its core, short form is condensed books. Look, we're all incredibly busy and reading an entire book, that's challenging in 2023. Well, with everything else going on in our lives, I mean, I read a lot to prepare for Legal AF in my law career, but that's exactly why short form is great for so many people like you and me. First, I love the condensed information. Short form provides the most important information about what you're reading so you don't have to worry about missing out on any key information. Also, after a chapter or an idea is presented, they'll have these journaling moments where they'll ask you questions to make sure you're keeping yourself engaged. The combination of reading and reflecting, that keeps your mind sharp. And it's awesome. I love this app. And I'm so happy they're a sponsor of Legal AF. They have a great range of books like Kobe Bryant's The Mamba Mentality, which was a powerfully motivating read for me. The Power of Habit by Chris Duhigg, exploring how to develop and maintain positive habits. And Hyperfocus by Chris Bailey, which allowed me to learn to be more productive and creative, and so much more. Short Form has new books and articles every week. And if you're a subscriber of the Legal AF podcast, you'll get a free trial and an additional 25% discount on the annual subscription. Join Short Form through the link shortform.com slash Legal AF. That's a free trial and an additional 25% discount on the annual subscription of Shortform at shortform.com slash Legal AF. So, so Donald Trump did a couple of things. He went to Mar-a-Lago and uh, started calling Millie an effing idiot, uh, which we know is not true. Um, and during this recorded session said, uh, in effect, Millie, uh, I'm not the warmonger. You don't have to worry about me in national security. It's Millie that wanted to go to war with Iran. And I have a, follow these words, a classified document that I could show you, but I don't think I can show it to you, that shows the war plans against Iran. Let's stop right there. Donald Trump's recording, which the government has known about since March. The public hasn't known about it until 
just this week. His lawyers, Trump's lawyers, knew that that recording existed. It was in the hands of Jack Smith when Donald Trump took the stage at the CNN town hall. And when, and when and he was asked about Mar-a-Lago, he said, they asked, have you shown these documents to anybody that you had? And Donald Trump said, not really. Not, not no, <laughs> but not really. Which I'm sure led to a collective forehead slap by all of his lawyers uh, because I'm sure that piqued Jack Smith's interests, knowing that they he claimed to have had and used and shown this document during the recording with Mark Meadows and his assistant about Mark Meadows' book. Now, one of five things or whatever is possible. And the reason this piece of the hot take is so important, and when you tie them all together, the audio and the, and the records of his lawyer, the video of Mar-a-Lago off the Trump organization and the missing video that the, the prosecutors are getting to the bottom of. And now the audio tape of Donald Trump talking about classified documents, knowing they're classified, saying he wished he had declassified but didn't. Firstly, how did he know where the document was? I mean, it, he had such a good index in his mind that he could just say, hey, go get me a Diet Coke and by the way, grab the Millie war plan for Iran. Okay. Now he has another problem because the federal government was listening to the tape and now they've subpoenaed, we've learned just recently, they subpoenaed from Donald Trump's and Donald Trump's lawyers all the documents that he was referencing on the tape about Iran and a battle map or battle plan or, or war plan. Where is it? Give it to us. And now they can't find it or it never existed which is both equally bad for Donald Trump. If it existed and they can't find it, it plays right into the case that they're making against Donald Trump, that he can't be trusted with any national defense materials. This is why you can't leave it with him and why you have to execute search warrants to get it back and claw it back from his hands, right? Um, or it's in one of, those, one of those empty classified document folders that we know about from the pictures and other reporting back in August when the search warrant was executed. Or he made it up because he's a fabulist and he makes up things. And um, and if he did that, it still goes to criminal intent and criminal mind and ruins all of his defenses because he, it, at least it indicates that he knew things were classified, that he hadn't declassified them to the extent that that mattered. And that it, it and all those defenses that like Jim Trusty, who's one of the last remaining lawyers left for this guy, it's like everybody took one step back and the only lawyer left is Jim Trusty for Donald Trump and the rest head headed for the exits. Jim Trusty, um, you know, he tried out, floated a trial balloon a few weeks ago before the CNN town hall, where he wrote a letter to the Senate Intelligence Committee and said, Oh, it's just a matter of overpacking. You know, it was chaos leaving the White House. Yeah, because they, they didn't want to leave. Um, so they waited to the last minute and they finally had to get out because Joe Biden literally was being sworn in. They got to get him out. That's how the turnover happens in America on that day with moving trucks and movers. And uh, and it was chaos and we overpacked the boxes and some things ended up in there and mementos that he was allowed to keep and national security documents that he wasn't allowed to keep all got mixed together and... And uh, that's not his fault. I mean, Joe Biden did it and Mike Pence did it and other people have done it. And that's one of our defenses. That's now blown away because Donald Trump 
first of all, we have evidence that he packed his own boxes, many of them, and he told aides, these are mine, these are not theirs, meaning the National Archive and the American people. And aides have already testified to that. And then he's there popping up afterwards talking about classified documents that he had retained, that he knew they were classified. And they went to the National Defense and National Security, meaning he violated the Espionage Act and threatened to reveal them and did reveal them. Even if he didn't show the document, he revealed the content of the document even if it was an imaginary document, he revealed the content of it to those around him, to third parties, in violation of the Espionage Act. He said they were war plans for Iran. Stop right there. That's enough. That is a secret that goes to our national defense that you've just compromised by telling your assistant and anybody else who will listen and put it on, a, on an audio tape. So when we see the final indictment, the prosecution memo recommendation and the indictment of Donald Trump for Mar-a-Lago. Look for these pieces of evidence and how I've just tied them together on this hot take. Evan Corcoran's testimony without attorney-client privilege, naked to the world like the day he was born, if you will. His audio recordings and musings of his own voice commenting about his client in real time and 50 pages of copious notes that he kept along with an audio transcript of Donald Trump and a video, missing video and real video outside the storage room. These will all figure, figure prominently in the prosecution memo and the ultimate indictment when it comes down. And it is coming down. The reason we are hearing about these things in real time in the last month or so, this drumbeat, this constant refrain, this loud drip, 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 is strategic placement by the prosecutors in order to pressure holdout witnesses like Walt Nauta and others. That's what we are watching. And they're giving us every day another puzzle piece, another puzzle piece, another puzzle piece, another puzzle piece. And eventually you look down and you have the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> That's what they're building every day. And it's freaking Donald Trump out because he's already been told, we know from reporting by those closest to him, you're going to get indicted again. Get ready. Get emotionally, physically, you can't. Financially, you probably can't. But get ready because federal prosecutors, state prosecutors, Alvin Bragg in New York, they're going to prosecute you again. By the time you're in your primaries for the Republican nomination, he's been told you will probably be indicted at least three times for criminal violations with penalties up to 20 years or more in prison. And he will be in the middle of a trial on one of those indictments in New York for the Stormy Daniels hush money cover-up, which will be March of 2024. There you have it, Republican Party and MAGA. That's your candidate for the Republican nomination, a thrice indicted, twice impeached, once a judge sexual abuser who's in the middle of a criminal trial facing penalties up to 15 years in prison. This is the best that the Republican Party can put up. I mean, I, I, mean, I hate to leave the hot take on that, but that's about it. I follow events moments, data points like this at the intersection of U.S. law and politics about every day, but only on the Midas Touch Network. We curate the best of these stories on Wednesdays and Saturdays on a podcast that I co-founded and co-anchored called 
Legal AF also on the Midas Touch Network. You can get us on YouTube. You can free subscribe to the YouTube channel for Midas Touch. You can follow me on hot takes like this one. Leave a comment. It helps with the quality of what you're watching. Give me a thumbs up, same thing. Helps with the quantity and the quality of what you see on this network. And you can follow me, Michael Popak, on all things social media at MS Popak. This is Michael Popak, Legal AF Reporting. Hey, Midas Mighty, love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram, at Midas Touch, to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.